1: Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm, as always, Alex, and I am joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan.
0: Hey, Alex. Uh, I just woke up, like, well, not 25, well, 15 minutes ago. Um, and yeah, I'm here to talk about stardom. Um, I'm going to see Spider-Man tomorrow. So I have to stay off Twitter because I know you motherfuckers are gonna try to spoil me because you're terrible people. So uh, that's that's where I'm at right now.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. That is um that is an interesting time. I remember um when was it Endgame re- released? Yeah. Um, I I worked in a in a science gallery at the time, and we had this like exhibit where people would talk into the machine and it would like bring up a picture and they could print it out and all that sort of stuff. And so when Endgame came out somebody on the day it came out went up to the machine and was like Iron Man dies at the end. Um and I was like we can't like we can't <laughs> we can't keep that up. People will be so annoyed. Um yeah, like I didn't care. Uh, I don't I don't do the Marvel thing. Um but I was like people will be there will be riots if if we leave the
0: I'm just a big Spider-Man guy, you know. I've always been a big Spider-Man guy. We talked about this. We texted about this the other day. That like I I love Spider-Man. We're talking about the Amazing Spider-Man specifically. Uh, I'm not too fond of, uh, but yeah. Um, I'm a recluse, so luckily that issue shouldn't shouldn't happen. But never know. My my cousin literally texted me last night. He's
1: like, dude, don't go on Twitter. <laughs> just don't do. I was <laughs> like, okay, I'll believe you. Yeah, everything is bad. Apparently, like TikTok as well. Cause there's like a, an entire oh, article fuck. out there yeah. with um, spoilers, and people are just like, "Here's what happened," and it's like, "All right, cool." Um, I don't know this, but friends have told me they're like, "Oh, I got spoiled from TikTok," and I'm like, "What did you get for going on the TikTok?"
0: No. I guess I will be watching anime all day <laughs> and just
1: not no no outside outside forces. No, none at all. Um, but yeah. Good luck to you on your endeavors there. So, in the world of stardom, we had quite a bit of stuff just happening both in stardom and around stardom. Um, I think one thing to touch on to start, and this news only broke yesterday, is that Nanai Takahashi is leaving Seedling uh, after their December 29th show. So um, that's like their big cork, and uh, Ria Mizunami is coming back. She's a recent akajima. And uh, like Nanai... one
0: show, yeah, <laughs> yeah. dates within a week because the devlock show was like what nine days later.
1: <laughs> so, if you don't know who's winning, um, you do now. Um, and yeah, yeah Nanai is defending the uh, the tag belts on that show against Lassie Egos, uh, specifically Asuka and Makoto. So, pretty big show for them. Um, but yeah, basically, she. The news kind of came out in a weird way. There was, like, a magazine photo, like, a cover that was posted to Twitter. um, And it was about, like, Tam Nutami. And then in the corner, people were like, what's this about Nanai leaving seedling? And then, obviously, eventually, the news... It was hilarious.
0: It was actually hilarious. It was, like, just, like, a bunch of other, like, subjects. Like, oh, you know, the World Tag League. Oh, Shibata has an announcement. Oh, Nanai interview about leaving Seedling." What the that's I'm <laughs> like to us, that's like a pretty big fucking deal. <laughs> but on on Tokyo Sports, it's like the smallest little thing and everybody's like, What the
1: fuck? <laughs> oh man. It was it was a weird time. Very true. Um yeah, as the news kinda came out, it really kinda made sense. Um so in her interview she said that she was dealing with depression since twenty seventeen. Um and that coupled with a lot of her injuries is kind of making it difficult for her to the president of a wrestling company and a wrestler, so she's basically leaving Seedling to become a free agent. Um, the way I kind of read it is that she just wants freedom to control when she wrestles, because I think if it was a thing of, she didn't want the, the back-end responsibilities, she would have just, you know, handed over the pre- presidency and stayed as a roster member. The fact that yeah. she's left entirely makes me think that she just wants that little bit more control over okay well I doesn't can't want that obligation. yeah like I can't commit to every show, be it mentally or physically like I just can't deal with the pressure of you know committing to every show I will still be available Um, and so like she's a free agent, I, I think she'll stay a free, free agent and it'll be interesting to see, I mean she might do the odd stardom appearance i don't really know like i don't know what's on the table what's off the table presumably she'll show up an ice ribbon like she's been wrestling there before uh skushi is the champion there uh skushi is very notably a big fan of Nanai, so i could see her turning up an ice ribbon to have a title match there maybe um i do think she'll be back in seedling for you know Corkins or whatever um but yeah like the the, the chances may be there to see Nanai popping up every now and then in Stardom, um, but obviously, like we just we haven't got a clue really.
0: Um, yeah, I this is completely off, off topic because it's about Nanai. but I actually went back and checked episode fifteen of Stardom Quest. I said Nanai versus Utami for the Red Belt is going to happen with with mm-hmm. utter way more confidence than I should have because it was like a fancy booking thing. We we fancy booked some. I think it was the Budokan show. We fancy booked it months out. This is before Nanai even showed up denying Yoshiko last year and i said utami versus Denai is the match they want um so if that happens and you know i know that's kind of like kairi where it's like stardom's like a super boogeyman with all of the big names in joshi that's like oh will they ever go that probably not you know because it really doesn't work like that as often as people think it does um if that does happen i will want i told i i will be saying i told you so cuz that is such a wild guess that could be right and that would be a good match i think um, everybody's memeing <laughs> that uh is going to beat Utami for the belt in 4 minutes and i'm i am kind of i'm kind of laughing cuz i think that would be kind of based <laughs> and i love Utami to death but that would be kind of based um and then oh i know we weren't really going to talk about it, but the only person that really matters um Miyuka Takase is going freelance so she's not doing the the acting stuff um so by you know next year she'll be doing freelance stuff and she plans to have like her own uh faction or you know collective group whatever so yeah uh she also while is unlikely cuz i feel like her 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 being a freelancer makes more sense for her um she also is a very hot name that could theoretically do something in stardom but it's not
1: anything even close to likely yet yeah, it's not as likely as Nanai, who exactly has yeah. been on a Stardom show this year. You know that you could see them mm-hmm. maybe going, "Hey, do you want to work just whatever pay per view we're doing here?" Um, she's uh, she, that news broke, and I, I I could see her doing a day or two in Stardom, but I don't think it's um, don't think it's a guarantee. But I mean, the free agent pool is so big in Joshi right now, like between all the actress people leaving and the Ice urban stuff and all that that you know is there's a lot of people available and i wouldn't be surprised if some of them do work stardom but i don't i don't think that's a lot of the the goal for a lot of them um fair play to Nanai though i think it's really interesting that she was just like yeah and I'm, I'm depressed because <laughs> like joshi is so <laughs> worried about that like... <laughs> no, no like, I you mean it's 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 just such a weird scene about that sort of stuff like obviously people think immediately they go to Hannah when they think of that but i mean i remember like now yamaguchi when she retired was like yeah i was fucking miserable doing this stuff like i hated it so much and the same with shiki and shiki obviously got like cyber bullied into retiring but she too was very miserable like it's the the pressure on on these joshi wrestlers is, is immense um we
0: didn't we haven't talked about it on StormQuest. We talked about it a lot on VTG. Everybody go check that out. Uh, cheap plug, but the the underlying nature of Joshi wrestling is kind of disgusting and kind of like really worrying. Um, I don't know if you want to get into that. I know that we have a lot to cover, but that that if you want to hear some of that conversation, go listen to the recent VTG. We'll probably touch on it at some point because it is a very common and reoccurring issue in joshi wrestling but yeah um then being open about it and being like yeah I, I i've been depressed and i can't really handle all the stuff especially with my injuries and with my you know mental health all combined i can't really um can't really keep doing what you want me to do um i thought it was very admirable you know i think mm-hmm. knowing your limits is a very important thing uh especially for people who, and like, I don't want to say that she has mental illness, but I mean, if she says she's depressed and, you know, uh, it's very important for people with mental illness to be, you know, genuine and like just honest with themselves. And I think that's a very admirable trait. And, you know, obviously we talk, we meme about it, but Anai is like one of the best of all time. Like she's just a legend. So anything she plans on doing, anything she wants to do, she'll probably, um, you know, she'll probably do it well, and if that's literal and she doesn't want to wrestle too much, I completely understand. If it's, you know, she just wants to be a fucking um, journey woman and wrestle every company that she possibly can um, with no commitment, I totally get that too. I hope for the best for her. And I hope that I get to see her wrestle some good people because I think that she's dope. And yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's, yeah. You pretty much summed it up there. Um to our next topic, though, uh, the Tokyo Sports Awards for this year were announced, um, I think, also yesterday or, or maybe just the, the night before. Um, a lot of it was pretty obvious. Uh, Shingo Takagi was the overall MVP. Obviously, he's been IWGP Heavyweight Champion for, you know, however long. Uh, the best bout went to Goshi and Keiji which, again, pretty big match for, for Noah. Uh, Taichi and Zack got best tag team because... I don't know. I guess no other tag teams exist. Um,
0: they really don't. Also, let me just prep. Like, I know that Dangerous Texas have had like the best matches in New Japan all year. I'll be completely honest. Like, they have like some of their matches are the only watchable matches on the card. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, they had that one fucking baseball stadium show. Uh, they had a three way tag match, and that was like undeniably the best match on the show. So, I mean. Obviously, yeah, it sounds kind of stupid that it's like, damn, that's the only tag team. But they, they've been going to this year
1: from what I've seen. So, you know, that's just my take on it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Outstanding award went to Jake Lee. Uh, kind of makes sense. He had the big heel turn, uh, won the champion carnival, and won the triple crown title. So he's kind of had a big year for all Japan. Uh, Kunosuke Takeshita won the Fighting Spirit Award. Not super sure why they gave it to him. I guess he had a few good matches. Uh, I haven't really followed along (laughs) with DDT that much um, outside of Yuki Ueno and the Sauna Boys being gay bait because I am a simp. We know, Um, we know. Yeah. (laughs) The Technique Award went to Great Okan, I guess, because they wanted to give him an award and just didn't have any other ones. So, put on Okan. Um, And then we get into our part, which is uh, the Joshi MVP was Utami Hayashishta. Um, Ooh. Not a big surprise, (laughs) like not at all a surprise. If it was anybody
0: but Utami, it probably would have been weird. Like, I know that that sounds like a stardom mark thing to say, but really, like, I mean,
2: champ the entire year.
1: Like, these awards very much are geared towards the more popular promotions. And obviously, stardom is the biggest Joshi company, and they generally do win the Joshi MVP award. Um, so it was either gonna be Utami or Suri, like that there was you know, there was no chance it was gonna be anybody else this year.
0: Yeah, and, and that that's what I mean is that it's like I don't know, it, i feel like it would definitely be a snub if it was someone that wasn't Utami. And I like I don't wanna I don't wanna sound like a Mark. Even though I am a Mark, I'll be honest. Uh but yeah, I think excuse me. I, I had a sip of eggnog before we started and it's been getting my my gas is going but <laughs> i think that utami deserves the award i think utami like she's been as much as people as much as she's a heated topic in that it's like including you are like and eh, she she's very hot and cold i think that it's very hard to question who the best Joshi wrestler this year was shuri maybe but in terms of if you want to keep a little bit of kayfabe and you want to look at just like what she's put out this year, I think it's it's pretty clearly Utami. Um, yeah. But that's just me. So I'm proud of Utami. I'm happy for uh Rossi also said that he's hoping to get 10 consecutive years um, with the Joshi MVP. I think he's got that down pat
1: because <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. it's the eighth year, and uh, I don't see anything changing in the next I couple years. I don't think it's the eighth. I think it's the third. Pretty sure uh, Fujimoto won it the year after Iola. left. Oh, then- then he's gotten it eight eight times
0: and he wants yeah, it ten times. Yeah, I think so.
1: Um he wants a ten. Not a
0: consecutive then. Um, or I don't know, maybe. Uh but yeah, who knows? Probably he'll he'll get that. He'll get that wish if he's alive by oh, the by the knock on wood. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um yeah, you know, so apparently... actually
1: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> go on. Yeah, uh, apparently uh, Utami swept that that category as well. Yeah. There was nineteen voters and she got eighteen of the nineteen votes. So um Eighteen died. voters. I feel like it used to be bit more. They probably died. Not gonna be bad, but they probably did die. Damn, that's fucked. Because I'm pretty sure it's all legendary wrestlers. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I like it was like at least like forty. Like mm-hmm. I, it, it used. I feel like it was like a pretty big pool of people.
1: I don't know. I, I don't really follow. Or at along. least a little bit bigger. Um. I don't know. To round it out, though, uh, Yuki Arai from Tokyo Joshi Pro, she won the uh, the Rookie Award, which is uh, kind of makes sense. She's um, great. In addition, the best bout category, uh, Utami and Shuri and Tam versus Julia, both got votes in that category, and supposedly it's this like is the first time, time in a long time that Joshi matches have been voted for the best bout award first time Stardom as yeah yeah i know that sounds kind of fucky um but i i assume it's just everybody is a bit sexist because there is not a, a hope in hell uh you know a kandorian Okto shouldn't have been voted for at the very least but i'm uh, sure they know. were i think
0: i think it's like a modern history type of thing you know where it's sure. like
1: uh, like it was a bit weird because initially i think it was dragon moon said it was the first time ever then people said, "Well, no, the awards go back a bit further than that." Your data thing said, and you know, I assume, you know, the Jaguar Kota lioness Asuka match would have got a lot of votes, um, and probably some of the Nagayo, you know, Lioness Asuka matches as yeah. well. Um, so it's definitely the first time in a long time. But I, I think a lot of that is down to just the sheer sexism of the panel, probably because they all joshi is lesser maybe because as i said like there's no way that you know some of these ajw matches from the mid 90s shouldn't have at least been in contention for a, a best bout vote but i don't really know um all i know is that this tells me again stardom is really raising the profile of themselves and women's wrestling in japan uh if they are now getting in the conversation for these kind of awards um which is good so
0: yeah, Um. now I'm looking at Dragon Moon's page. Mayu, two years ago, actually said uh, that I hope that we can break into other categories like best bout and best tag team. Uh, <laughs> maybe if Momoa has won the belts, maybe they would have gotten best tag
1: team. I don't hmm. think so. Um,
0: probably well, not, not best tag team, best tag team, but maybe voted once or twice. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe if they let them main event. Uh, like, like they let, should have.
1: Up. Like, why wouldn't it yeah, they uh, got the votes?
0: Because like, like, Julia got
1: injured for the past, like, four months. Yeah, but I mean Zach and Taichi
0: Also they weren't they weren't a tag there, team they weren't a tag team until like May. I, I suppose. And then I and guess. then they, they got <laughs> <laughs> then she got injured for the past four she they were only a tag team for like I don't know four four months or so. Like when you actually think about it, break it down. They like you know, like D Generation X, um yeah, break it down and it, it's they were not a tag team for very long. Why it's kinda funny they... Did you did you have to
1: reference DX? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Degenerate into something fool. Um, you aren't allowed to no. speak now. You that's it. You've lost your turn. You reference DX, You lose your turn. That's that's the rule. You're not allowed to speak anymore. Okay. I was a big DX kid. Everybody was a big DX kid, and then you grow older and realize that it was like fifty-year-old dudes making toilet humor. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did anyway, It so beat up the Spirit Squad? That was fun. It, it was, I will give them those that.
0: Motherfuckers, those motherfuckers bump like crazy, man. <laughs> oh, man, that was a good stuff.
1: Speaking of good stuff, uh, Stardom confirmed the entire card for uh, the Ryogoku show, Stardom Dream Queendom. Uh, the opener is Hanan versus Ruaka for the Future of Stardom Championship. Ooh. Um, That is not the opener, I am sorry. Uh, the opener is a five-way battle. Lady C versus Wakasuyama versus Sakikashima versus Fukigandeth versus Rina. Um, My guess is that this will end up turning into a six person tag. I think Lady C will join Cosmic Angels and there might be a new signing and they'll slot in uh, to make a team. Because I I just, I don't know why, but I just kind of got the vibe that we'll we'll see that match changed. Um, Possibly. Also on the card is the high-speed championship match. It is Starlight Kid vs. Azumi vs. Koguma, as we know. Uh, Donna Del Mondo, the team of Mika, Himeika, and Natsupoi, takes on the Cosmic Angels team of Mina Shirakawa, Unagi Sayaka, and Mai Sakurai. Because um, why not? Um, in Julia's return match and Konami's goodbye match, it's Julia vs. Konami. In a special 10th anniversary tag match, Mayu Iwitani teams with Takumi Roha to take on Hazuki and Momo Watanabe. That is going to, oh my god, that's going to be so great. I am yeah, I'm here I mean, for it. I'm living.
0: Momo's been, Momo's been like badgering at the opportunity to wrestle against Takumi, um, considering, I don't know for sure if it's, Um. If well they have in tag matches obviously, but They've never had a singles match since their first match together, which was Momo's first match ever. So mm-hmm. Momo always is sort of like badgering at the at the opportunity of wrestling Takumi. Uh, in fact, the the five star, everybody was like, "Oh, well, you know, Momo versus Shuri," but Momo was like, "Give me Takumi. I don't. I want to wrestle Takumi in the final because I want to wrestle Takumi. Like, I don't give a fuck about nobody else. I want to wrestle Takumi. Shuri's cool, but I want to wrestle Takumi. So yeah, that that'll be fun." Um, presumably Mama will be healing it up uh she already doesn't like hazuki so and she already said that that she has no plans on um helping hazuki whatsoever <laughs> um so yeah i mean it'll be an interesting match and yeah we have the original queen's quest back together for the first time in three
1: four years that's crazy and neither of them will be in queen's quest by that point um yeah <laughs> The other two matches are matches you already knew. It's uh Tam defending her white belt against Saya, and then the main event is the no time limit World of Stardom and SWA Championship match between Utami and Siri. Uh, yeah, so, so the SWA
0: is... belt's going with it.
1: Yeah, that belt is that belt's definitely getting folded. Like I don't, I don't see a point to keep it Probably. around. Um, yeah, which is kind
0: of a shame because they could really use like that like undercard belt. I've been but, saying but it. What always like, ends I, up happening? I have said it. What like, always Jesus. ends up happening is that somebody takes it, and then it's just like, "I'm too powerful to hold this belt. Nobody can have it," and mm-hmm. this has happened like seven times.
1: Yes, they do not know how to book. <laughs> it is it is really bad. Um, I think that's all the news, though. I think we've got through it eventually. New Japan. Um, what about New Japan? Wrestle oh, Kingdom. Yeah. Rest of Kingdom. Yeah, they drew lots to decide the New Japan match because reasons, I guess. Um, Honestly,
0: was... just go ahead, say the, say what it is. Yeah. Um, I got it. If I you want me to, it? oh yeah, please do. It please. is uh, is Sayaka and Tam Nakano versus Starlight Kid and Mayu Watani. Uh, DDM drew the losers' stick, so they did not get included. Possibly the like most boring combination of four people. Like not boring. 'Cause like Mayu and Kid are good and you know, obviously Tam and Zaya are, are great, you know, in their own right, but like there were so many like more interesting options that could have could have happened here, but it's like, oh no, it's the it's the former teachers and their student. It's like it's kind of played out, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I mean I've put, been I'm honest. telling you they should have put Koguma in the dome. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yes. <laughs> that is no, what I'm I saying. I agree. <laughs> I've been saying it since day one. If I'm stardom, and I have the opportunity to put a match on a Wrestle Kingdom, uh, I'm doing some form of like Stars versus Queen's Quest or Donna Del Mondo versus Stars or something like that, because those are guaranteed to be great matches. And then you're going to have more of your wrestlers get exposed to people who are going to fall in love with them. Whereas, I don't know, Kid and Mayu against Saya and Tam, maybe to us seems kind of cool. But then, like, if you're just a new Japan fan, don't know if it's going to hit the same way for you as whereas like if you just see Mayu getting launched by Koguma and Hazuki into somebody you're going to be into that regardless you know um yeah. so i don't i don't know i've been saying it that they've kind of they should be putting better oh matches my on God. there
0: okay so um, i'm i'm watching i'm watching the uh the rest of the Babo show cuz i kind of missed the past the last two matches um Saki hit a fucking Hurricane Rana that just brained the shit out of Koguma. Like, she, fu- like she botched it and it just... Oh, <sighs> Jesus
1: Christ.
0: I'm just that's rewatching not
1: even, it. That's not even the worst spot on that show. Uh, Tam straight up almost got paralyzed. Like, I'm not... Okay, well, joking. I'm not there yet. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not... I'm, I don't like when you multitask. I am worried. The last time you multitask, yeah, we had the most chaotic episode ever. Please. Well, I'm not going
0: on Twitter. I'm not going on Twitter. So that's that's the real issue there. All right.
1: That's good. Okay. um, we get into the review anyway? Are you good for that? Do yes? we have
0: anything else to say?
1: I think we're good, yeah. I don't think so. There's so much that it's hard to keep up. But um, yes. I, I know you wanted to talk about the actress thing, but I don't think that will be... I,
0: I don't really. I just want to talk about Miyuki, and I already
1: said my piece. That's fair. Yeah, it's is lit. Um. Yeah. So yeah, to re- review, uh, we had a show on December the 11th. Uh, this was aptly named the Chiba Tournament, Uh <laughs> and this was in Chiba. Uh, this had 261 fans. In the opener, Azami beat Waka Skiyama, and Mai Sakurai. Uh, not gonna lie, I didn't actually watch this one, so...
0: See, I did actually, I did watch this. Um, oh, and... It's funny because the pre-match promo Azumi does exactly what I do on this podcast and in real life when I speak to other people um she's all over the place and just attempting to compa- contain her composure basically, her pre-match promo went a little bit like this We are back in Chiba for the first time in a long in a long time i, I it's not the first time we've been here. we've been to Chiba before um it's just been a while i we're back in chiba. We're back in Chiba that's why I meant it's been a while. I'm going to wrestle. Thank you. And then she just breaks down laughing. And <laughs> I'm just like, I do that. I actively do that. Me too. Me too, Azumi. So, yeah. Uh, and then Mai and Waka double-teamed Azumi. Azumi just beat them up, and then won with the double footstop. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. She's been winning um, with the double footstop a lot lately,
1: um, which is an interesting thing. Very cool. Uh Ito would be proud. Um, very yeah, every, I will say everybody was just off their head during the pre-match promos on this tour. Uh, there there yeah. was some gold. Um, I, did, I did watch the pre-match promos for everything, and yeah, Azumi was just all over the shop. Um, the next match on the show was Saya Kamatani beating Ruaka with a Frankensteiner. Uh, Ruaka squares a juice box and promised to uh, you know squeeze the life out of Saya, um, which did not happen. Saya won. Saya is okay, the most yeah. boring pre-match promo in the company. She yeah, never yeah. says a thing. Like, come on.
0: Like at least, at least Hazuki is like, like that's her bit is that she's just completely boring. Not boring, but like she just is the most awkward. Like I have nothing to say, um which mm-hmm. we'll talk about a little bit later. But Saya is like, I don't know. It's weird because she also like is very fucking like ADHD brained sometimes. And she just like goes like she just does stupid shit. Uh you know, okay, I know that I'm not supposed to go on any tangents, but I wanna say that it really annoys me uh that they always like call the Frankensteiner and the Hurricane Rana the wrong thing. Um because a hurricane rana literally means to pin someone. And whenever it whenever she wins with the hurricane rana and pins them with the hurricane rana, they call it a Frankensteiner. But anytime that she just hits like like the reverse rana is it's it's a reversed Frankensteiner. Like that's what that is, like that's not a it's not a rana. A rana literally means that's a pin. And somehow they like like clockwork fuck it up every time. And I know this is such a nerd thing, and I know it's such a very niche nerd thing. It's not even like a normal nerd thing. It's just very, very stupid for me to complain about. But Jesus Christ, it's called a hurricane rana when you pin them. Unless you're you're a Steiner. That's the only. Only time it's not. A Frankensteiner is anything else. You can call anything else a Frankensteiner except for when they pin them with a
1: Hurricanrana. Sorry. Alrighty. Um, the next match on the show was uh, Royal Peach Tea, uh, Momu and Dutami taking on Lady C and Mayu Iwatani. Uh, Lady C, I believe, is from Chiba, I think she mentioned she in the pre-match promo, and she promised to get a win for C for Chiba. Uh, Mayu thought this was hilarious she was just like she literally just was like (laughs) you're funny and I was like what the hell Um, she she reminded me of that
0: she reminded me of that bit that's like I like your funny words tall woman like that's that's why I took from Mayu Um, (laughs) and then she tries to make as many C puns as she can think of and there's only like two like she her brain went empty as soon as she started trying to do it oh man um, this 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 Momo farewell tour is fucking it's sad. Like I don't like it.
1: <laughs>
0: it's it's like, oh man.
1: You can mention that when we have to preview the match where she is going to uh lose. Yeah, I know. So um I thought this match was maybe Lady C's best match. She was so good yeah. in this one. Um her she and Mayu worked really well together. Lady C is ready to, to get something, I think that's fairly evident, um, at this stage. Like she is she held her own with 3 of the top 4 wrestlers in stardom and i'm not saying like she needs to get pushed and win titles i would maybe just like her to get a faction and some direction because uh, she she has it
0: yeah the it's so weird cuz like if it wasn't for hanan and ruka being so like just prominent at this point she should so be a future star champion in like the next couple months you know what i mean like obviously she's not going to be because just the way that it's slotting in i don't see her beating ruoka i see hanan beating ruoka and i don't see her obviously beating hanan because that doesn't really work um i mean it could but i just don't i just don't really see that uh but realistically she should be future champion because she's killing it she has been killing it um the past few months she's really come into her own she really has a lot of confidence to her and yeah this match was really really fun um yeah i just i just really i thought lady c killed it here
1: Mm -hmm. no she was great um really credit to her uh there was a funny part of the uh the pre-match stuff where lady c was like stretching her legs and doing high kicks and mayu was just like following her leg like she was mesmerized it was very Mayu. Uh Mayu was on her shit. She was just she she took the day off and she was just there. She to took the weekend herself. off. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh she was just having fun. Uh Momo won that match with uh, the B driver. She pinned Lady C. Um the next match was Unagi and Classic Saga. Momo. Classic Indeed. Momo. Uh the next match was Unagi and Tam uh going to a fifteen minute draw with Hizuki and Koguma. Um Koguma is is now, in canon, just a thief. Uh, They brought that up in her (laughs) pre-match promo. Uh, Hazuki was like, you like to steal things, don't you? And she was like, yes. (laughs) You're a thief, Koguma. You're a thief. (laughs) I
0: was like, damn, she just called her out like that. I respect it. Modern-day mugger, Koguma, the bear. Also, can I just mention, uh, since she's come back, Hazuki makes an effort not to say Ijo, when her promos would very much be useful. Like, it would be very useful if she said Ijo, because it ends in absolute awkward silence, and nobody knows that it's over. Yeah. Just, like, because she she cuts the same promo as she used to in Oedo Tai, where it's, like, very minimal and just doesn't really say much, but instead of saying, okay, that's all, she just stops talking. (laughs) And then it's like, you gonna cut, or... Okay, by now. Like it, it it makes no sense. It's actually kind of hilarious. Um you know. Very much Forty nine so. minutes. Jesus Christ, I forgot they had a, a after thing. Sorry.
1: Oh, the tag match, the main event doesn't yeah. start until the ten minute mark on that file. Yeah, I figure as much. It's the actual then, match yeah. doesn't start until ten minutes in, it's it's wild. Um in uh the pre match promo for this uh Cosmic Angels start match, uh Unagi was like We're gonna do really well today, and show why you should team with me in Tag League. And Tam was just like, "Yes." (laughs) I was like, "All right, that's just trying to throw shade at Tam for something." Cozen, Cozen forever,
0: yeah. Cozen forever, jealous of each other.
1: They're so funny. I love, I love them so much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This match was great. Obviously, Um, Zuki having chemistry with every single member of Cosmic Angels is the weirdest thing. Ever, have we seen case. her
0: Amina I feel like I don't remember that
1: we probably have at some point um I assume they no, I heard waka
0: Unagi. her and Unagi, and yes yeah, I think they did her and yeah. uh, waka her and, Unagi and her and Tam work very very well together um, yes. which is hard like I don't think I can name anybody who works well with all three of them consistently um maybe mayu but even like I mean mayu and Tam is like hit or miss mm-hmm. at this point Oh, you see uh because they sort of they sort of have found a rhythm and it's a pretty boring rhythm and it's just like oh so you're doing this again okay mm-hmm. i guess uh so yeah I, I don't that's it's a it's a testament to how good Hazuki is um that she gets the best out of um most of the members of Cosmic oh. Angels the other ones we don't really the,
1: the, the Cosmic Angels are also good um this match well, was really good i really enjoyed it i it had was a, good. i had a really fun time um my favorite spot...
2: In...
0: Wait, wait, I want to talk about my favorite spot. Uh, my favorite spot of that match was... Um, they were wrestling. Like, Kazuki and, and Unagi were, like, going at it. And then, just in the middle of it, Hazuki just runs and suicide dives Tam. I hit my mic, so that might have been completely fucked up. Um, she just runs and suicide dives Tam out of nowhere. And I was like, this is what I love. I love the surprise dives. Um, I remember, I think, Azumi did it. at one point, corner and then she's like jumped, high jumped and then jumped over and it was just seamless. It was beautiful, I love it. Um, in hindsight, I think FWC definitely should have won this. Uh, obviously, you know, there's there's partially biased but I think as the goddess winners, um, Unagi could have taken the loss here to Hazuki. I don't think it's that big of a, pr- like I don't think they need to protect her that much to where Hazuki can't beat her. Um, but you know, they, they like, they don't like it when Unagi gets pinned. Which you know is fair prerogative.
1: Well, I think you're underselling the uh, potential for Tam and Unagi to maybe be tag champions sometime. So it's it's probably why they want to protect them as a team. Um, but you know, I feel uh, like
0: I feel like Dream H is like a better tag team, like as like a team like as teaming together. I feel like they do better together. Though so I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah. Um. The main event of this show was uh the Donalda Mondo team of Natsupoy, Himeka, Micah, and Siri beating the Away to tie team of Starlight Kid, Fuki and Death, uh Konami and Saki Kashima, uh Siri beat Saki Kashima with the White Tiger. Um after the match, uh Julia was there cuz Chiba is also Julia's hometown, so we got to see totally Julia cut the yeah. uh, She got to cut the cut close show closing promo. Uh, it was very nice to see Julia again. Um and yeah, I don't think I watched this one because I just wasn't. It really wasn't. Bothered.
0: Yeah, it was. It was a lot of way heat segments. Um, oh dear. I know I say that a lot, but it was. Uh, Death and Jumbo did like the best spot on the entire show. Uh, <laughs> like they like it was hilarious. Like, cause like. <laughs> jumbo did the test of strength thing where she puts her arm up and then that's like man fuck you and then she goes to step on her leg, on her foot and then jumbo moves her foot back and then she keeps moving her foot back and she just grabs her and i was like hey hey, hey oh, it's so dope and then and then death like is like man fuck you when she walks to the corner she gets up on the top rope and just starts smoking her cigarette um it's great it, it best best thing on the entire show was jumbo and death doing their spots also at the end um so shuri beat Saki with the white tiger uh pretty easily um and then afterwards not they were handing out the belts to everybody and then you realize how many fucking belts all these people have like not spoil hands of shuri all three of her belts like just like at once and i was like jesus christ <laughs> like <laughs> oh man i i this is they're just winning like as gold. much as yeah they are they're, they're in the golden armor as i used to say yeah uh, so yeah and then uh you know, Julia comes out and says hello to her hometown and then Sherry closes the show with the Sama
1: boy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um the next show to review it was on December twelfth. Uh this is the start of year end fan meeting. Uh, this is in the Bell style Takadanobaba. Baba. Uh, they had three hundred and fifty one fans for the show, pretty decent number. Uh, I love the setup for this show, I don't know why, I just thought it looked really nice. Uh, I love the banners, I love the yeah. stage setup, uh, it's all really good. In the opener, my Sakurai technically got a win over Rokka and Rina, um, because Rokka and Rena got disqualified... Damn, that's so...
0: crazy. That's crazy. I, I remember somebody saying that like they don't do that anymore. Isn't that crazy? Like that, like literally clockwork, like, you know, like four or five days after um, somebody, I can't remember who. Uh, Do you remember? Because uh, I, I can't remember who said that a tie doesn't really do disqualifications anymore. They're, they're not, they're past that point, Um, that they aren't. Uh, So that's, that's kind of crazy, don't you think? It's kind of crazy. <clears throat>
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Of course you don't. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's talk about Lady C.
1: (laughs) I don't want to talk about Lady C with you anymore. I am... (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I'm going to go talk to Scott, my real friend. Yeah. Um, Goodbye. Scott's Scott's nicer than me. You know what? He's actually not. Everybody thinks Scott is this lovely guy, all right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> me and Scott. Oh, we
2: we shooting, we shooting now,
1: huh? <laughs> me, me and Scott in the messenger DMs are two of the most unlikable human beings ever. It is amazing. Yeah. uh Shout yeah, out to Scott. True. He knows well, he's Scott. a bitch, and he he owns it. And uh same, honestly. So yeah, we've talked some Scott. shit. We, yes, me and Scott, have talked yeah. some shit. It's, it's, it's he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's he's the best. He's the best for it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yes. Uh, the next match on the show was Lady C and Mika beating Waka Wakasukeama and Unagi Sayaka. Uh, Lady C dub season. She beat Waka with the the giant backbreaker. All as well in the world, Lady C. Gets b- the Baba
0: Backbreaker. But it's I know battle- it's Baba. I know it's Baba. But Baba Backbreaker. Must be a Baba bad- Battlefield from Mario sixty four. So yeah, Baba Backbreaker. Um. <laughs> also. Up. The more important part of this, uh, is that. <laughs> oh wait, you know, I actually have to talk about both of the pre-match promos because, uh, yes, so Mina I was gonna get comes there, in. Don't worry, I was, yeah, I was I, going I... For it. You know, you you talk. No, actually, I want to do this. I want to do this. So Mina comes in. <laughs> she's not on the card. Mina is not on the card. Uh, she's not been wrestling lately. Um, she comes in and does her, you know, ladies and gentlemen, can kind have of your attention, please, and all that shit. Then Unagi talks some shit, and then Waka says, "I am also here. Hi." I'm teaming with Unagi, and then everybody's, I was like, damn, okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you for that, Wakka. <laughs> um, and then like the other side of things, Mika asks Lady C if she has chosen a group yet, and Lady C has. She mm. don't want to talk about that. She she dodges the question very swiftly and quickly. Um, I imagine this is something that she learned as her, in her time as a teacher, um, to dodge every question <laughs> as quickly as possible, um, because you do not want you know your students to learn. Obviously, Micah is a student of Lady C. We all know this. Um yes. And yeah, so she, man, she's going to Kozen. Yes, uh, she should. Um, man, no, she should. Honestly, I was thinking about
1: she's she like she should go to Queen's uh, Quest uh, at this uh, point. Uh, sh- <laughs> Lady C and Waka have to team forever. That is the rule, okay? Lady C going to Cosmic Angels means we get Lady C and Waka. Forever and I want that and I need that. Okay. To rewind, I don't think you fully sold how off the walls Waka and Unagi's pre-match promo was, okay? Let's just let's just get this straight. Waka was so bad at the introduction that they were like, Mina, please, <laughs> please come back and do it. Okay? Like that is that is Oops. the reality there. Um and then like, Unagi cuts a perfectly fine promo. And Waka was like, I will I will be beside you. I will always be beside you. I will aid you forever. And Unagi was just... She had no words. Just silent. She had, yeah. She had no idea what to say. Because she just... She wrapped everything up in a neat bow. And then Waka was like, I will fight by you forever. And Unagi was like... Okay. S- sure. And I just... I love them to bits. I love this group. They are so off the wall in every way. I, just... I feel
0: like I feel like Waka like outshines all of them. It's like personally. Like that's how I feel about Kozan is that like Waka is like the most charismatic member of the charismatic group. And that is, like, it, it's a testament to how great Waka is, but also it's, like, a testament how I just don't get a lot from Kozen, that, like, Waka is just so far and away the most charismatic and interesting human being. Um, I mean, she is in, like, the company. Like, her and Koguma are, like, the two, like, most interesting people. Uh, like, I, I want to, I want, like, a vlog of their real life to see, like, what they do. You know, like what are they like going to coffee? You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I like is Waka like deathly afraid of the barista or is she like just weird? Like I don't know like I I like she just seems cool. Um Samu Koguma. I wanna see if Koguma steals Starbucks coffee. I think that'd be a pretty funny bit. Um you know, the the way to get out of legal trouble is just say it's a bit and then you're good.
1: Um I, I don't think that's how it, it just, works fully. It's just a prank, bro. Come on now. Yeah, I'll happy. Mm. Okay. I don't, I don't know about that one. Um, but yeah, uh, Lady C got the win in that match. And as you said, she did hint at knowing what faction she's going to join. Uh, the fact that she did duck Micah so much does make me think she, she isn't going to DDM. Um, which, you know, Cosmic Angels, if that's the place she goes, is a good fit for her because uh, she gets the team with Wakka. Um
0: I think that's the only reason why it's a good fit for her. I think it's a terrible fit for her. I think, like, S.T.A.R.S. or even Queen's Quest would be a better fit for Lady. She's
1: very... She's definitely not a Queen's Quest member. I think she's, she's
0: a really, S.T.A.R.S. I, I think she's a S.T.A.R.S. member through and through. Like, honestly, I, I think she
1: fits I, I that know. way better. I, I feel like she could be, but I don't think she has any, like, visible chemistry with anybody from S.T.A.R.S. Like obviously, her and Mayu kind of bounce off each other, but like Mayu could bounce off of like cardboard, so you yeah. know. Um, but I don't think she'd really fit the dynamic of that group well, like on screen. Uh, whereas with Cosmic Angels, I think there's some potential, even just like her and Unagi seem to fit well together, um, and her and Waka obviously.
0: I don't know. I I just don't see it. Like I see the Waka thing. Obviously, I think her and Waka are a tremendous team together, but. I just don't know. I don't really like it. That's fair. Maybe she goes to a winter time and just, just says fuck it. Like <laughs> I will be evil now. <laughs> evil Baba, that's where we're going. Oh
1: no. Please. Um yeah, I don't know. Um on to the next match though. Uh Azumi and Abe beat Himeka and Natsupoi. Uh These motherfuckers
0: just- are terrible at giving me hope. Yes they are. Like they um, literally said, So this is our last match together <laughs> And I was like, Thanks. Thanks guys. Oh man. I believe in y'all.
1: Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it's it's like they're trying to sell that everything is up in the air, but every sign is pointing to Momo leaving and they even know it. Um interestingly and Meika and Natsapoi refused to comment before the match because, you know, again... It was guess... honestly
0: super, super ominous. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was the a black screen, <laughs> they don't want to talk. I was like, damn, bro, <laughs>
1: okay. I mean, it's, it, I guess it fits the narrative that they are, yeah. they don't like each other. So, good stuff. I guess. Uh, I thought the match was strong, uh, obviously. I mean, look at the four people involved. This was a good match. Yep. And then Azumi pinned Natsupoi, and that was it. And you know, had you know, at ride. one point, wait, no, she didn't pin Natsupoi. Yeah, she did.
0: No, she didn't.
1: She didn't pin yeah. her. Oh, she submitted her. Yeah, she re- reached, she reached back on the arm thing, and yeah,
0: she did. Sorry. She did. Um, yeah. Ida's finisher, Numero Uno.
1: That's what it is. Yeah, because I remember she, yeah. she did it, and I was like, oh, that's a that was a cool finish.
0: I know, I I thought about it because like. I'm a, obviously, you know, I'm not a big, you know, Dragon Gate guy, uh, but I remember, like, it said that the move that she won with is Numero Uno, and I was like, oh, that's Ida's finisher. Ida, not Ida. Ida's finisher, because I know that the Numero Dose is <laughs> El Desperado's move, and I know that he, he like, is buddies with Ida, and that's why he named it the Numero dos. Um, So I knew it was Ida's move because of that. Uh, but also, Azumi, right before she, she got the the gimmick in uh she hit uh, a foot stomp and she has been getting so much air stop air time with the foot stomp lately that she overshot not's boy like Natsupoy was in a normal spot and she just like literally just like went over her and had to like stretch her legs back to like reach her it was honestly kind of insane um and yeah momoz did their last teamwork stuff and zumi locked in the numero do- numero uno sorry Disgusting looking submission, by the way. It looks. Oh cool. yeah,
1: it was it was wild, and that's why sold it really well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, after that we had uh Konami and Hazuki wrestling to a fifteen minute draw. I didn't really think too highly of this one. I I I thought they might, you know, be a bit better. But I'm starting to think Konami is just you know working kind of light to to manage her her issues. Um. You know, it was obviously pretty solid. 'cause I mean Hizuki was in there and Konami isn't capable of being bad. Uh but I definitely thought they there would be a bit more to it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um I actually just watched that like when we started the podcast. Um and yeah, I thought it was fine. It it definitely was lacking something. Uh but also i don't know it, it was a, it was a strange one because it had a lot of like elements that like you really enjoy but also it was it sort of fell into a rhythm that was kind of like okay this is you know exactly what you expect but slightly worse
1: yes very much so but again like i can't really hold anything against konami uh presumably she's just kind of trying to get through to to read goku and keep herself in one piece until then so you know fair play to her um after the match, Unagi and Micah jostled their way down the ramp because they both wanted to challenge Konami. Uh Konami, cool as a cucumber, was like, Yeah, you two are cool and all, but uh I'd I'd rather be in a match with Siri. Um <laughs> she then offered, Okay, well, this time I want to team with Siri. So Unagi and Micah, if you two wanna team up, we'll wrestle um we'll wrestle you. So Unagi was quick to accept. Uh Micah begrudgingly <laughs> accepted. Uh this was I thought this was quite entertaining. Unagi was like all smiles and happy and Micah was like, get off of me. I go away. <laughs> uh it was really good. Um, so yeah, that's at the year end climax uh at Korkin. Uh Konami. Show. Yeah, Konami is teaming with Siri to take on Unagi, Sayaka and Micah. I don't know why. <laughs> it's it's a bit random. Uh, but I guess maybe they just genuinely really wanted to wrestle her. So started and made it happen. And obviously Konami yeah. and Siri teaming one last time is just a really nice gesture probably for the both of them. So
0: Yeah, so like uh, Konami's going to be out for like a year or two.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm
0: feeling.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it feels a lot like a goodbye. Um, I know it's not, but it definitely feels like a... All right, this company is going to be very different when you come back, so we're sending you off uh, in the best way we can.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's the best way to put it.
1: Yeah,
0: she's um, only twenty-five. Konami's only twenty-five years old. That's crazy.
1: I know. Yeah, i could sure that she that. was
0: like she was like twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Like, like no, no, like obviously I'm not like, but just like because she's been wrestling for so long, mm-hmm. I felt like she was, you know, like closer to, like Kagetsu's age, maybe a little bit younger.
1: But no, yeah, she's a full, like, three years younger than Kagetsu. That's crazy. Wow. Um, I feel like Kagetsu debuted earlier, though, some maybe... of me. Yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah, no, She debuted,
0: sense, like, so. six years earlier.
1: I yes, I forgot. Kagetsu debuted at, like, <laughs> yeah, debuted at, like child labor. or something. Yeah. 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 M- Miko loves nothing more than her child labor on the farm.
0: So. Dude, Miko's <laughs> a fucking psychopath. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> like, oh, man. She's great. Those Gaia um, girls, man. Those Gaia <laughs> girls, they—they're from a different cloth. <laughs> oh boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's
0: not talk about that.
1: Yeah. No, we uh, we'll dodge that. Um, yeah. The next match on this Stardom show was uh, Koguma and Mayu Bobutani beating Starlight Kid and Saki Kashima. Uh, Koguma pinned Kid uh, in eleven and a half minutes with a diving splash. Yes. Pretty and she try to steal the belt. She did. <laughs> <laughs> Koguma, I love Koguma. Um, yeah, I thought this was good. Um, I didn't take huge amounts away from it, but obviously, I mean, it was good. Um, and yeah, Koguma pinning Kid is a bit of a surprise. Like, they've kept Koguma really, really strong since she came back. Like, she pins, like, a lot of top names, and she doesn't really take a lot of falls. It's It's really weird. Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Kevin Owens resigned. That sucks. Sorry. <laughs> My friend that texted news, me. That news has been out for, like, ages. <laughs> See, I, I haven't been on Twitter. My friend just texted me about
1: oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that takes us on to the main event, which was the Ryugoku Outpost Tag oh, Battle. The,
0: the, the, um, not the MK Sisters versus Oedotai was a good match. I liked it. It was fun to watch in the background.
1: Yes. That's like true.
0: I said, uh fucking Saki brained Koguma with the Frank with the Frankensteiner. Because that was a Frankensteiner. Oh. Because
1: mm-hmm. she didn't pin her. Of course. God. Um <laughs> Jeez. Um Yeah, so Tamnakanu Nakano and Utami beat beats Kamatani and Siri, uh, Utami pins Saya with the hijack bomb. Um I don't know how far you are into this. I'm like halfway in it. Oh yeah, you're you're going to take a while. Uh, I thought it was really good. It was initially very on 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 the um on the fence because Utami and Siri did that thing where they mm-hmm. roll around on the ground a little bit and then they stare off as if they've just done something really epic. Um like you literally just rolled around on the floor like it wasn't even like intricate or intense technical grappling like you were just rolling around for the sake of it um yeah you know no end shuri
0: grapples very very well with like Micah and konami that when she grapples with like anybody else it just looks like and like it's competitive it just looks bad like not even bad but just like it just doesn't look good like because i remember her and Micah had a great 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 opening exchange in their five-star match and i was like that was wonderful like do that more because micah just used her judo stuff i don't know why like did utami forget that judo happened i think so because like she should be better at this whole grappling thing yeah and she used to be like she wasn't great at like the rest of wrestling but like when she was like first in her grappling was the one thing that was pretty that was like really solid but now it feels like that's like the one thing that she just can't do for the life of her
1: yeah, well, she kind of put on mass, you know, the muscles to, to yeah. be a power wrestler. And I guess maybe that shifted the dynamic a little bit because she did bulk up quite a bit for to kind of change her style. Um, so it's probably hard to technically wrestle when your muscles are bulging. You know, I, I would I would know this. I have big, massive muscles, and I, I cannot technically wrestle. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like her and Siri... Can grapple, but they just aren't bothered at some points and are just like, we're just gonna roll around because we saw them grapple in the you know five and a half star match, match. yeah, yeah, it was good, yeah. I don't know, I think it's better when Siri leads, I think that's their issue is they're trying to make them like feel on an equal setting, whereas like Siri should be completely destroying her on the ground, given that Siri is a former UFC competitor. So they, but they don't want to do that. So, you know, it's, it's just a bit forced. Um, The rest of the match though, I thought was great. I thought it was really fluid. Uh, It did really well. Like all of the the blind tags to like get new pairings in. And, you know, I thought people worked really well together. I thought Tam and Saya built excitement for their match really well. They did a lot of really fun exchanges. Uh, Tam and Siri built steadily throughout the match to really start, Bringing in the big moves and the intensity and the stiff kicks and all that sort of stuff. So well, it was a match really built.
0: German suplex Oh, and then she came back mm-hmm. with a German suplex. Yeah, that was fucking neck, neck broken.
1: <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're gonna see like the worst neck bump ever soon. I, I can't yeah. remember what point of the match it is. Um, Tam almost dies at one point in this match. Uh, the cosmic angels. You know the cosmic angels thing where two of them throw her over the rope. She tries to do that with yes. just do Tammy. Hmm. gets no distance no air lands she never does like no (laughs) this time she just hits the rope and falls head first down onto the apron after clipping the rope it is it is the nastiest bump ever like you are convinced this woman is dead it is unbelievable the fact she got up um so that was scary, but the rest of the match was just really well wrestled. Um, you know, everybody was doing really well. Uh Tami and Saya did some really fun exchanges because Utami and Saya are amazing at professional wrestling. Um yeah. and yeah, I just I came away from this really excited for Tam versus Saya and cautiously optimistic that, you know, if Utami and Siri abandon some of their worst habits that they could have a pretty cool match too.
0: See, I usually don't like these outpost matches unless they like have a certain thing to them. but I, I i yeah, this is a good match i'm I'm enjoying it um that stereo suplex. oh, I think this is where it's coming, this is where it's coming, okay, I'm excited okay the the, the death spot yes. yeah. There, yeah yeah
1: I guess a reaction,
0: okay, oh boy, oh. This is stupid. This is a stupid idea. Oh man! Oh, no. this is gonna. Oh,
1: yes. She. Oh no! Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. That was even worse than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. It is like I'm shocked she isn't like.
2: She. Oh no. Holy shit. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, Tommy's like, hey, what's going on out there? <laughs> 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 and then she powers off. Oh my god, that's insane. That's a- that's
1: yeah. actually dope. Yeah, that's awesome. Crazy. Um so yeah, that's that's fought. <laughs> um and yeah, in the end Utami won with the hijack bomb. It was after this match that Siri, uh offered up her SWA title. So it was after this match that it became a, a double title match.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that they golden armor it or do you think that it just becomes completely dead like they killed about altogether?
1: I feel like it might go away unless Siri does win and vacates it or something.
0: Is it, like, because I'm thinking, like, do they just make it, like, a an undisputed belt, even though the SWA belt doesn't mean anything? Do they just make it, like, you know, where you hold both belts, but it is combined together? I think this is the one case where I'd be cool with that, because it doesn't mm. matter. You know, like, who cares? Like, the SWB belt means nothing. So if you put it there, it just looks cool to have another belt. Like, you know, it, it looks like a belt buckle. You know, like, just have it as a belt buckle. <laughs> um like like yeah. Sherry already does you know what i mean i think that i wouldn't mind that uh but you know i, I don't see them really defending it anymore
1: on its own mm. unless they vacate no. it you know yeah i don't know it's it's like because if tammy wins it she really has no need for it unless she loses the world title soon after but i don't see that happening either um and Suri, I mean, she—if she wins, then she'll have three belts to defend. So it really just won't be ideal. So I could maybe see it being vacated, but I could also just see them saying "fuck it," like we don't, we don't want that. So I don't know.
0: Um, they should just use it as a bot buckle. I think that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it'd be like in um, AJW where like they unified the what the IWA.
0: The yeah, IWA and the All Pacific
1: uh, and yeah. the 3WA. And like, whoever was champion would just have all three at once. And it was like, all right, I mean, sure, cool. I am
0: now super champion. Thank you. Yes. Um, it was Kyoko. It's like that um, SmackDown vs. Raw 2010, where he became like the, the. It wasn't the universal champion, it was the champion of champions, where it had all of the brands, like, they have, like gave their belts up and it was like the ugliest looking motherfucking belt. It was. I remember that.
2: Yeah, I big show. It was.
0: It was. It was the big show. John Cena, Triple H storyline, uh, and like you would just like at the end, it would be ECW versus versus Raw versus SmackDown, and on the nameplates, it actually had all three of the brands. And I was like, that looks terrible. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you were the champion of champions. Um, and it was like a super undisputed belt. Um, and it was. It was. Yeah, SmackDown versus Raw, two thousand ten, classic.
1: Interesting. No, that's, I didn't, that's think, a I didn't think that had a career mode, <laughs> honestly. It had Road WrestleMania. WrestleMania. that's what it was. I didn't think 2010 had anything.
0: No, it was 2009. Wait, sure? no, 2009 had one.
1: No, I what, think 2011, 2011
0: it maybe. 2011 yeah, was the one with uh, the chamber. Just had universe mode. Yeah, just had... No, 2011 was the one past the chamber. 2010 was the chamber. I think. <sighs>
1: love how we have a big pay-per-view to preview, but we Yeah, are...
0: 2010, 2010 was the was the chamber. Um, but 2011 was universe mode, and so yeah, they got rid of everything else, pretty much. Right. Wait, I no, they didn't.
1: It was I thought 12. 2010 was one with nothing. To, I don't think any of them had nothing. Hold on, hold on. Yes, one of them had nothing, okay? And then they changed it to WWE when they did the weird three uh, conversing storylines with Triple H, Sheamus, and created character 2010 i'm pretty sure they had nothing
0: 2010 was it just i don't think any of them had nothing we'll talk about this later i'm
1: there was one with nothing i'm telling you i remember having it like
0: i've played all of the smackdown versus raw games alex i've played every wwe game since fucking smackdown one
1: all right okay
0: three SmackDown 3, technically. I played. I didn't play a second one, that's my point. Still. <laughs> okay. I don't think any of them had nothing. Cause, okay, right. so 2009, 2009 had the Mysterio and Batista one. 2010 had the fucking John Cena and Triple H one. 2011 was the one where you could walk around backstage. 2012 was the one with Seamus, Triple H, and your creative okay. character. Then 2013 okay. was when we got nothing. That's when we started getting nothing. Right. That's when it was okay. like, oh, you know... I had a 2 era mode. Oh, 30 years of WrestleMania? Like, stupid shit. That's what it was. I see. Checkmate okay.
1: liberal. <laughs> 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 All right. Um. Okay. Sure. Uh, so, this, we have a show to preview uh, this weekend. Yes, we it's do. Saka Super Wars. This is on October... Not October. Jesus. <laughs> December 18th. Um, I believe stardom tweet today that this will be on pay-per-view they will have the link soon uh, i think this is also airing live on samurai tv so anybody with access to samurai tv uh wherever you may get it you can watch this show for free because you know that's that's how it goes this
0: quite possibly might be the first time that i do not watch a stardom show live why like why Kid would you
1: this one this is
0: like because I, I have to pick up my friend from college and i don't know if i'll be home in time like because i might end up having to stay like somewhere else. it's it's a whole mess
1: um, right because it starts at like 1 a.m again i think for you so yeah um, off three it's a start long ride to out on. to indiana i'll take your word for it um but yeah so the card for this show is uh in the opener uh, Siri is wrestling a gauntlet. She is taking on Waka, Sukiyama, Lady C and Mai Sakurai. Um, regardless of the results, she will wrestle all three and she is going to absolutely demolish all three, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I think probably Lady C gets like a little bit of shine and like, you know, a bit of hope, but I, I imagine mm-hmm. that the other two are pretty like instantaneous losses and then she doesn't take too long with Lady C either.
1: Yeah, I would. I would hope so. Um, the next match is a Stars team of Azuki, Koguma, and Mayu Watani taking on the Cosmic Angels team of Tam Onagi Onagisaka, and Mina Shirakawa. Uh, this is round one of the unit tournament. Um, I feel I. I kind of feel like Stars have to go through to the final of the tournament that they created. So I would. I would maybe yeah. give the edge to them. Um, but I'm not 100 percent sure anymore. With because uh, I thought there would be an artist title match on Goku, but it doesn't look likely. You anymore. know, do they have the card for the 25th up yet? I think it's just the um, tag match so far. Then
0: maybe, but then Mike is already out. Oh no, I I, I think we might be banking too much on like the Goku and they might just have like on the january 1st show or whatever have a artist match you know what i mean mm. same with the tag match i imagine that the tag title match happens sometime in early january as well or well, maybe not maybe they wait save that for the nagoya show but still awesome. i i think i think ryo goku isn't as much of the end all be all as we feel it is
1: yeah it's definitely not a uh super super duper stocked show um yeah exactly. Well, either way, I think Stars probably wins this one. I feel like they yeah. have to kind of go through to the tournament. Um, whatever ends up happening is um, different. But, yeah, I, I would see them winning. This is going to be a great match, though. I think both teams are really good. Like, I think this could carry the workload of the show almost. I mean, marvelous. Yeah, maybe. Um Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, it depends, but yeah, I think this this is like the guarantee, like oh, this will be a fun match at the very least.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Like as far as like people watching for you know the star ratings or whatever, I think this will be like the main one that they'll come away with, thinking that this is like the match of the show. Uh, Unless the ladder match like really outperforms expectations, but I'm not sure how Stardom will work a a ladder match into their style, so. Sure I remember that.
0: the last time they did something similar it wasn't a live match they just had to climb on top of each other and TCS won against Oedotai. it was very funny like oh, jungle yeah. had to carry hana ha, ha, yeah hana on her shoulders and like konami had to like boost her legs like it was like a real fucking mess to like grab something that was like hanging from the from over the ring it was it was hilarious
1: right i don't remember that at all it was a I, golden I week. I probably show. watched it. I, I, I definitely yeah. watched it because I used to watch everything in Stardom. I don't know. It was golden week uh,
0: 20... whatever. 2019.
1: Yeah, well, there was only one golden week that PCS was involved in, so...
0: Exactly. Yeah. The last golden
1: week. Sage. Oh, yeah. sure. yeah. All right. Um, yeah, the next match on the show then is uh, another first-round match in the unit tournament. Uh, the Artist of Stardom Championships are also on the line. Uh, the Don Del Mondo team of Maika, Himeka and Natsupoi takes on the Marvelous team of Takumi Aroha, Rin Katakura, and Maria. I did think that the Marvelous team would win here and, and take the belts, but the fact that the Maihime are still set the team on Ryogoku kind of makes me doubt that a little bit, because I thought they would have broken up by then, you know, but uh, apparently not, so...
0: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Cause like I feel like my Poie probably loses the belts here. Maybe not in this match, but on the show. Um, mm. maybe in the latter match. But like to Kagama, Hazuki, uh, and yeah, Mayu. But I also think that them losing it to Marvelous would be interesting, and it would keep it would keep things like fresh where it's like, that doesn't happen very often that it's like, Oh, a complete outsider group just won the artist belts. I feel like that's something that can be used a lot more. Um, considering how many, uh, you know, outsider groups there are, uh, just have them come in and win the artist belts and like that be like they you know, sort of. Cause I mean, like, when's the last time Takumi like won a serious match? Like, I mean, outside of the GP in stardom, I feel like it's been like literal years. <laughs> um,
1: so, like, well, I mean, there was the the Queen's Quest match, and didn't she beat Mayu oh, yeah, in their first one? Yeah, but that's what I mean is that that was like
0: almost two years ago now. Oh, yeah. That was what, January, February of
1: that was last year? That of... was last
0: year. It's December. And that was January of last year. So almost right, two but years
1: ago. The, the Queen's Quest Trios match was later that year.
0: Yes, that's true i
1: forgot she won that one alex okay yeah (laughs) okay um but yeah i don't know i mean i think uh, to me we're going to see a lot more of takumi and marvelous in stardom so i I would assume they might win the artist belts and kind of carry them uh that's just the feeling i get because marvelous kind of has nothing else going on uh they've kind of just descended into a bit of a you know fun vibes promotion to pop nagayo and that's great <laughs> um but it definitely frees them up to do I agree. a bit more in stardom so i could see them winning here and then you know having the belts and having fun matches on some of the pay-per-views going forward but i don't know maybe ddm just wins and uh loses the belts to stars or something in the final
0: yeah either of those are, are possible um I kind of want to see Jumbo in a ladder match, I'm going to be honest. I don't know why, yeah. I think that'd be funny. Like, I feel Honestly, like she would just, like, she would toss somebody off a ladder and it would be, like, the most destructive thing
1: of all time. Well, you want to see Haneika, and I want to see what Natsupoy are around a ladder. Because that is, that is going to be cr- some crazy shit. Whereas Maria, I mean, Maria is kind of evil, though, so she might, like... Yeah, Maria's, her, Maria's like a devil. Yeah, her inner Ozaki might finally emerge if she's in a ladder match. So, I don't know. Either way, it'll be a fun time. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, one percent. Yeah. Um, the final of the unit tournament is a ladder match. Uh, eliminations are allowed, apparently. So, I think if you like pin someone, then they are they're gone, <laughs> and you can. <laughs> oh, just, that'd be funny. Yeah, you can just climb the ladder easier then, because your opponents have less members. That's a
0: wild. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of that, like, before in a ladder match. That sounds, like, kind of smart.
1: Have you... May I introduce you to the King of the Mountain?
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Remember they got... Oh, let's not box. talk about that. Yeah. Let's not talk about that, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. So, yeah, starting... I liked when... those
0: matches, is the sad thing, is that I uh, I genuinely enjoyed those when I was younger. I was like, oh, that's an interesting concept. It
1: was, to be fair. Just... Yeah kind of dumb sometimes. That's because um, they
0: didn't really have Ultimate X on TV as much anymore by the time I was into DNA. <laughs> so that was all I
1: got. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the final is going to be a weird one because you can't eliminate people. Um, it is a ladder match, so they're going to batter each other with ladders. But, you know, I don't know. The elimination thing kind of throws me off. Um, the The thing with the final is that if Marvelous wins their first round match... Then their champions and the belts aren't on the line in this match, but if DDM wins the first round match against Marvelous, then the artist belts are on the line in the final. I believe that's how things are working. <clears throat> and um, yeah, the, obviously belt. the the kayfabe prize is the ten million yen, but the the main prize would then be the artist belts, which they'd fight over. And I could probably, I could, I could see either stars or marvelous coming away from this show with the artist belts i don't think they go back to the cosmic angels i think it's way too soon i don't think ddm keeps them they've been teasing the the breakup or whatever of him poi for too long to kind of keep that going um so yeah i think it's, it's quite likely that ddm doesn't keep the artist belts here and that uh either stars or marvelous will end up winning them um stars probably just wins it overall and they change Suzuki's look to fit into the group, and that's that's that, yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> all the old uh, gods are dying,
1: <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, the main event then of this show, um, is well, presumably the main event, it's the Captain's Fall Loser Must Change no, it's, faction. It's gonna be the opener, brother. Maybe (laughs) you gotta make way for the ladder match. Um, Yeah, yeah, so this is a captain's fall, loser must change faction, and Starlight Kids mask on the line. Uh, This is Queen's Quest versus a Wado tie. So, yeah, complicated, but basically, it's okay. um, There's eliminations, uh, but Momo and Kid are the captains, and the match ends when a captain is pinned and when the captain is pinned, they must change faction. If Starlight Kid is the losing captain, she also loses her mask, so that is, that is part of the stipulation, whereas if Momo loses, she just has to join a way to tie. Um, so there's bigger stakes for Kid, but obviously she's confident that she will win.
0: 30 minute time limit as well. Yes, oh, <laughs> 30 minute rich. time limit.
1: Yeah, even though these matches only ever go like 15 minutes, so...
0: But people on Twitter, like some of the Japanese fans on Twitter, not to sound like, you know, that type of guy who uh, is in tune with the Japanese fans, but I use Google Translate sometimes, I know what I'm doing. Um, some co- people in the comments of, like, the vote, because the vote ended up being, like, who is going to win, and it was, like, 50-50, because I think, like, 50%, like, I think everybody knows who's going to win, but... I think, like, 50% of people are like, I don't want to believe it, including me. I voted for Momo winning. Um, <laughs> but, like, a lot of people in the comments were like, I think it goes to a draw. I think it goes to a double countout. It's going to go to no contest. Uh, I don't think anything changes. And I hope nothing changes, because this fucking sucks. Um, and I kind of agree. But let me let me break, bring it back to reality for a second. Actually, no, let me bring it back to kayfabe for a second. There <laughs> oh is God. no reason why Tai should win this match. Let me preface with that, okay? They are, be- they are fighting the strongest team in stardom, uh, like, theoretically, you know, like, I mean, the Red Belt champion of over a year, uh, the future White Belt champion, a former, you know, the most prolific White Belt champion of all time, and also the best high-speed champion in the past six years. Like, and they are, are they have a clown, and they have, they have, they have a, they have a... a technician who is leaving two days later because she's injured. Uh, they have Saki Kashima, and they have a a child who is no longer a child, but still wears a mask and is called a child. They shouldn't win. They shouldn't win. Like, that's... Let's preface with that. Um, They will win because life sucks, and stardom is not fun. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, they shouldn't win in kayfabe. Out of kayfabe, I think... Am am I being too like am I being too copium to think that like Momo fights her way back to Queen's Quest within like the next four months?
1: There is not a chance she goes back to Queen's Quest.
0: Because like I don't I don't understand why it's so.
1: Here's, like... here's the thing. Here's the thing. In th- thinking logically, okay, Momo is better off away from the group with the next two. Big stars of the company in it if you want to see her get pushed she's never getting a massive push in queen's quest as long as she's there with utami and saya utami and saya are you know they're the big deals and you know whatever you may think about that they are two of the main people that stardom wants to push they are you know mega charismatic definitely have star power just oozing out of them definitely going to get pushed momo is never going to get Pushed over them too, so really, it's better for her to get away from that group to somewhere where she can get some sort of a push and some sort of momentum, without having two massive roadblocks in her way. Because she's gonna go to a way to tie, and you know, right now, be like Kid's subordinate. Well, we that feels that. wrong. We, we thought Kid would be like third in line, and she's
0: the leader. Let's not to go get injured. <laughs> It's because Nasco got injured, and also yeah. Konami is out. Like, so are are we saying that? Oh well, you know, Mama just got to wait for Kid to get injured, and then she'll be then she'll be solid. Like, I don't, I don't think that's a. I think that Utami is not going to be champion for another year. I think six months from now, Utami is not going to be champion. I don't see why like and my big thing is this is that back in the day these these stipulation matches you know back in my day as, as I'll say <laughs> um, like three or four years ago these stipulation matches were always lost by a way to tie because that was the entire point is that a way hubris got to the best of them they were like you know what yeah we can we, we can beat you for for your shit and we'll we'll we won't do our dance anymore yeah because we want you to suffer, we want to take your shit, and then they lost and they couldn't dance anymore. They offered up Tam Nakano because they were like, you know what? I'm sick of you. I want, I want you guys to to be in pain. I want to take Momo from you, and Momo, wa- you know, Momo will never succeed outside of Queen's Quest, so we're taking Momo away from Queen's Quest. And they lost. They lost Tam Nakano. Like the heel is supposed to lose these matches, and they've won four of them this year. <laughs> like this doesn't feel right like it's and the way that it always happens is like this not even begrudging but like a oh well you know bleh you know like I just don't like the way they do this and I feel like they have to do something different at some point they can't just do the exact same thing they did with kid they can't just do the exact same thing they did with death like they just can't keep doing the exact same thing that they always do Do something different. And I'm not saying Momo has to win, but I'm saying, like, make it just make it a struggle. I don't know, like, make it deep. Like, it just feels very, like, you know, easy. It feels like easy glue. It feels like glue to fix a bigger problem that they have. Um, And this glue is just Momo becoming evil. And I'm just like, that's not. How we fix this, guys? We need to, <laughs> we need to be a little bit smarter about this. But I don't know. That that's how I view it. I think that Momo gets fucked in Aweido tie. I don't think that she, as an Aweido Tai member, ever wins the red belt. Um, I think her as a wrestler wins the red belt at some point. But I don't see that happening in her time in Aweido tie, Just because that doesn't, I just don't see that happening. Um, and. Yeah, I just don't really like the scenario that we're in. I think Stardom is very stupid for booking it this way. I think that you say that uh, Utami and Saya being in her way are cause enough, and I disagree. I think that she she has a very unique status in Queen's Quest that at any given time, she can say, Yo, I'm the leader. And she could, you know, and this is like, theoretically, this is post- you know utami's title reign which again isn't going to last for the next seven years like it won't be you know she isn't she isn't the next up she's the current up is i think the difference between you and me and our thinking of this i think utami is the current you know she's current gen and i think momo has the opportunity to be to surpass her in the future besides that she has at any time the power to say yo i'm the leader um i want to be seen as the leader I am going to win the red belt. And at any time it's like yeah that makes sense cuz she she's the leader. Like that's literally that has always been the case. She's been the leader for fucking years. In Owado Tai she has no precedent to it. It's just she is another member of Oedotai. Tai. And even if that means that she has less competition within her faction, I think that that leads to a bigger struggle for her as a wrestler. Um I know I've been talking a lot, but you said I would get a lot of time to do this so I'm doing it. I apologize. Um, and that that's what I'm thinking. I understand that she is going to go to a tie, but I feel like something unique has to happen or else it's just really stupid that they've done the exact same thing four times. Like it's it's gotten old and they are doing the storyline wrong. Like they like this isn't how it convention like this is how it's supposed to like they like the bad guy isn't supposed to be like vindicated every single time they gamble. How does that work? <laughs> it's like damn. Like maybe maybe you should just like bet fucking everybody that you will win and then just win. Like that that seems like it doesn't work like that. That's not how stories work. Something different needs to happen here. Not saying on the night that oh you know Momo finds a loophole or they go to a draw or you know this this and that, but. They have to get their comeuppance at some point. They can't keep getting away with it, is what I'm trying to say.
1: They will. Thank when you. when when they go after a serious major player, they will. Like, they will eventually lose, and it'll probably when they try and go after DDM or something. Like they they started. That's start at so. The...
0: St- <laughs> See, okay. You you saying those words makes me understand why people stopped watching. That's <laughs> my point. <laughs> <laughs> that is my point. <laughs> is that it's like yeah, they could they could fuck with stars and queens quest all they want, but DDM, that's where they, it's like, dude, that sucks. Like I love well, DDM, okay, but, but that like, sucks.
1: Like they they got Fukigen Death, all right, not a major player, you know. For for being honest with ourselves, they got that was they got Kid, who you know kind of needed the change of paint. Um, was gonna get shoved down stars anyway with Koga and Hazuki and coming in, um. And they're going to get Momo, who is currently, like, the third most pushed person in her faction. If they go after somebody like Siri, then they're fucked. Like, that's that's going to be when they finally lose. Or if they go after Tam or something. You know what I mean? Like, they... When one of these matches happens and there's a captain's fall or whatever it is, and there's a big, big player on the line, I think that's when they lose. And that's when they get their comeuppance, like, you know... It's, uh, it's like, oh my god, they haven't lost in a year, how overpowered, like you No, know, you can you can build that out, like you could you'd be fine. But I'm
0: not saying it's not a matter of losing, it's a matter of specifically losing gamble matches that are inherently made for heels to get their comeuppance
1: Well yeah, but if they lose every one of those then it loses the impact eventually. Whereas if they're winning and they're on a winning streak, then when they go after somebody big, you're like, Oh shit, like this is this is the big one, and then they do lose, also, and it's, it's a big moment.
0: I also think it's 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 a big part of the frustration is that Momo isn't the big fish, and fucking Micah is a bigger fish in terms of like what you're saying right now. Not saying like right, that. This, Micah this is, this like is another one of
1: those or, conversations but... where. Like you are still living in like 2019 Stardom where Momo was a That's big true. deal, That's and true. I've always said the Stardom that came back after that COVID break is a different Stardom because it had to be. But they I had also no choice, and the Stardom post hana post Teresa, you know, post kigetsu is DDM Tam Utami Saya. You know what I mean? Like and that kind of sucks. I'm
0: gonna be honest, but I think. My point, and, you know, I know you're not a big wins-losses guy, but Momo's won the most matches out of anybody in the company. Utami's lost way more matches than Momo has. Like, and that's partially because Utami's wrestled, like, 10 less times. Um, But still, the even if she wrestled 10 more times, you know, given her average, she would still not be as, as winning as Momo is. I think that, and same with her winning the fucking five-star, or not winning the five-star, going to the finals with the five-star. I think that Momo has way more Power to her than even people who love her who just think that she's like never going to get pushed, and even you who thinks that it's just not what she where she's at right now. I think that she has more than either of those
1: uh, schools of thought. Is that not better used in a way to tie where she can be like pushed to the forefront? Like, is it not better to have somebody who wins that much and has that much credibility to be? Alongside Kid in this, you know, heel group or whatever it is, I don't think to Tie is fully the the mega heel group. They're just kind of bad guys. But like, is it not better for her to be in a to Tai where she can fully fulfill that kind of potential instead of being stuck behind Utami and Saya, who are you know about to hold the top two belts in the company?
0: I I don't think so because I think that at any given time. Momo can just shoot like it's okay. it's not but as much of a level are
1: they are they actually going to do that okay. are we talking Rossi about O'Gella... what they should
0: do or what are they going to do <laughs> what are
1: they going to do that's is, thing is that, like,
0: I, I'm a... arguing I'm arguing for something that they should do not something that I think they're going to do I think that's stupid that they're not going to do what I think but what they're going to do is Momo is going to say mwahaha ha, I'm an evil gamer and kid is my leader and that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard yeah. Way I mean, stupider than her just being like, you know what? I'm the leader. Utami, move aside. I want the red belt now. After Utami loses the red belt. That's that makes sense. Like that's like, yeah, that's fair. I mean she just needs to pin Utami once and then that's that makes sense. But outside of that, like I, I think that the Queen's Quest Road from Momo is way, way smarter, more interesting, and just overall less stupid than the tie road. That's just my take. I right. sound like Stephen A. Smith. It's it, I don't <laughs> like it. Let's wrap this up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. I said it when... I, I've agreed with you before. Like, I wouldn't have done this. Like, I, I wouldn't have done this at all. Like, I would like if Stardom had more ways to push people than, okay, you're a champion, or okay, you're going to way a tie now. But, like, I don't know. You kind of just have to make the most of it, and maybe try and understand why they're gonna move momo away from qq like yeah sure momo could just say all right bitches this is my group i'm i'm gonna kick everybody's head in and that'd be amazing don't get me wrong um but like i just don't think they're gonna do that and instead you know she's gonna go to where to tie and she's gonna be one of their big two until Tora comes back and then they're gonna be a fierce trio and that's you know probably how they see it and it evens things out a bit more than having QQ where there's just this kind of logjam between the four of them. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't have done it. Jesus, if it was up to me, I would have more uh, ways to push people than just, okay, yeah, you're healed now. Your your faction is going to lose you. So, cool. And, yeah. like,
0: I know that we've been pontificating about this for fucking months. Just give Momwaz a tag bouts. It's not hard. That was literally oh, find a new way to Molly, what the fuck? My dog just came in here growling at me like <laughs> she's sick of me talking about this. Um mm-hmm. just give them the tag belts. Like that's how you push your wrestlers. Is like I know that you just said, "Oh, like giving them a belt isn't, you know, but like just push them as a tag team. They're the best tag team in the company." Like I get and at this point I understand breaking up the MK sisters. I thought it was stupid at the time. I still think that to a degree like they definitely had more to them uh like they had a few more months to them i don't think they need to lose kid that quickly um but i get it mom was there's like there's nothing for azumi to do at this point she has like once hina comes back like hina is still 14 15 years old maybe like she's not gonna be you know a Recordable tag team partner for Azumi, are they going to get a new person in? Like, that's why I was saying, like, are they going to get fucking ladies' seat? Like, what the fuck are they going to do with Azumi? What are they going to do with Momo as, you know, I get that they could do Momo and Starlight like Kid as a tag team or whatever, but I don't, I feel like this leaves way worse situations for most people involved. Um, but, like we said, uh, momo's losing i, I i've been yeah. you know struggling <laughs> like it, that's the point is what we're supposed to be talking about is yeah momo's losing here um she shouldn't lose in any kayfabe sense she shouldn't lose in my own mentally um out of kayfabe sense but we all know that uh she will lose and that it's... is where we're at
1: yeah so by the end of this show uh we're gonna have Oedo tie momo um we're gonna have to see how that pans out, as far as you know, how Queen's Quest does and how a way to tie adjusts. And um, you know, I'm not shocked if Stardom leaves QQ with three active members. Uh, they did it with Stars, and they will do it now because I don't know, they'll just do draws to to fill the gaps. Um, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm gonna retire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean. I feel like the thing the thing with Momo losing is that the opposite side of that is Kid losing and that would be an even worse decision because she's already had a successful gimmick change and if you're going to unmask her and send her to an already log-jammed group that would be unbelievably dumb so it's like unless you go to a draw and thus ruin your stipulation um, yeah like, what are you going to do fuck the
0: stipulations
1: yeah I mean, I guess if it doesn't main event, they could draw. But I I don't know. Like, they don't usually go that long in these uh, these elimination matches. So, I have no idea.
0: To be fair, I feel like they love to blow stipulations just to, like, redo them. Like, I feel like they always do that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's very possible that they, like, blow the stipulation. And then they say, you know what? On Christmas, we're going to have a slightly less scary stipulation um but we're still gonna wrestle and like that's where they actually do things or whatever you know like oh well possible? you just you just can't be in a way widow tiny like like some really stupid like uh machina you know where it's like oh well you know things things just panned out this way so things are easier now and here we are um but i don't think they do that because their their confidence is
1: idiotic that knows yeah that's bones. fair yeah <laughs> Um, Rossi's yeah. pushing me. <laughs> yeah, or I don't Roshi, know. Ogawa. Um, I feel like a Waiter Tide does kind of need Momo in the short term because of Konami's issues. Um. So,
0: but yeah, this I is, think a Waiter tie needs to die. I'm gonna be quite honest, because I don't think that, I don't think Momo is gonna be the thing that revives them. I think that like, kid, like. And this is no offense to Kid, but Kid being the leader of a faction is just not sustainable at this point in time yet. I don't think personally. Uh, mm. So without Konami as a lead, like commander, I guess like Momo slots in. But like without Natsuko, you know, Momo cannot help the group of the Bean Sprout, the Clown, and the children. Like it, it, like it's, it's gonna take a lot of fucking work. Like that's not. I don't think that's what's going to save Uedotai. I think Uedotai is going, I think they're all going to sink. And I don't want that, but that's why I perceive more so than um, Uedotai thrives in this scenario. I'd love to be wrong, though, because, you know. Yeah. Actually, I'd I mean... hate to be wrong. I'm going to be honest. i hate to be wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. But um... we'll see. I-, I could be wrong,
1: is what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've i kind of gotten into the habit of maybe not um, judging stardom too harshly sometimes when they do things, because I'm like, it, generally things work out because they have stuff planned that isn't apparent. Um, but I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see how the things fall they into They really place. gotta
0: change the stardom world screen, because it is just all people who are not there anymore. <laughs> oh, the main one? Yeah.
2: yeah that's like all of them. Really like
0: it's just... It's like, it's, it's uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. They replaced um, one so that it had Julia in it, but that's it.
1: A... Yeah. Right, well, I think we can we can call out a day. Yeah, yeah, I, I got my <laughs> yelling out. That's good, yeah. Uh, I'm glad. Um, so we'll be back next week. Uh, I don't really know fully the plan. We know what happens, I doubt it. Um because it's time be back next week, though, to review this, preview year-end climax, and preview Stardom Dream Queendom, uh which should spark a lot of conversation, because that uh, that utami series match is proving to be very up in the air as far as who wins for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, Dream, wow. Dream Queendom's on a Wednesday. Yes, yes, it is. A very interesting day to have a show, but, you know.
0: Yeah. They do that quite often. I kind of hate it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not great. <laughs>
0: And it's not even like a a Tokyo Dome type thing where it's like, oh, well, it happens every single year on the 4th. It's like, no, this is just, sometimes we do Wednesdays. That's just, you know, that's just how we do it. It's like, okay, I guess it's kind of fucking stupid, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why they they ran on a Wednesday, but I suppose it's like the New Year's thing, so it probably doesn't matter too much for the the local audience. Um, But yeah, I think with that, we should close the show. I'm ready when you are. Yeah. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. Decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ejo.